0: Welcome to Fancy Drinks Podcast. The rules are simple. Each guest of the show must prepare a fancy drink to be consumed while recording. The guests will name that drink and explain the reasoning behind it. Make sure you take notes because there will be some good recipes, or at least we hope so. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And remember, stay fancy. Hey, guys. It's been like, you know, a week. Not really. Um, This episode is special because one, I mean, my boy AJ's on it. And (laughs) And two, because it's my anniversary. It's been one year since I started on Fancy Drinks. Shout out to me. Shout out to all the people who have come on the episodes over the past year. It's been a Fun time, great combos, many more to come, but AJ, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, yes, it's your boy AJ King, you know what I'm saying, 215 representative, but coming to you from <laughs> lovely South Florida, you know what I'm saying, where, you know, they, they tell you that it's all sunshine and rainbows down here, but really it's just like hurricanes and alligators.
0: Um, that was depressing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but I'm glad to be on Fancy Drinks you know what I'm saying uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and throw The suggestion out but I feel like Breeze followers all your followers And your fans need to like Put their bread together and get you something For this anniversary you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when are, How are we going to Make this happen
0: I mean I can definitely add like a link Of some sort maybe an Amazon wishlist Link but
1: That's what we need to get popping <laughs> you need to put that in your IG You know what I'm saying
0: that would be hilarious,
1: <laughs> um, Bree. Yo right off the bat. So, so Bree's hilarious because she's like, "Man, I'm bringing AJ on, and I don't want this to just be a straight sports podcast." If y'all don't know, <laughs> if, if y'all don't know, follow follow your boy at all day underscore AJ King on all social media to get all the fire sports takes. But uh, right off the bat, I really want to talk about Bron and not anything on the court. Oh you, God. Cause you know LA Bron, uh the new LeBron James, uh he's relocated to Hollywood. Now he's Holly Bron. Uh last night he got smacked. His team got smacked on the court. Smacked. By, um by the Toronto Raptors. But afterwards, new Bron, L A Bron, was at Diddy's birthday party kicking it like nothing happened. Bree, I just I just need to know, man. Are you? Um, I don't know if you're competitive or anything yes. like that, but um, would this be how you would act if you got your LA contract and you were you were kind of older in your career? Would you be like, you know what? I don't even care about winning anymore. I'm just kicking it. It's LA. It's LA time.
0: I think I think he still cares about winning. I just think all the pressure is on him to win. So he's like, fuck it. If my team isn't gonna do what it needs to do, like. Diddy got a party tonight was good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, man, it's, it's been pretty hilarious. Like, I'm, I'm an avid Aren't Lakers. they, like,
0: one in seven? Or like, one in six?
1: They, they have three wins. You're selling them a little short. You're selling do them they? A short. They do have three wins. It's amazing. Damn. Um, but, yeah, I, as an avid Lakers fan, I'm just out here like, what can I do to get a guy who actually cares about basketball? Um, but, yeah, that's my way of saying that it's always about sports with me, Bree i mean of course it is oh my god what's what's popping in the philly scene though like i feel like i haven't been back in the philly scene in a minute and like i'm missing out on all the flyness
0: first of all i don't know because i'm washed up mommy um i don't go outside Um, I have no idea what happens off of my couch.
1: So your fancy drinks, so your fancy drinks podcast listeners won't be able to catch you at the club? Like, this is sad. I feel like we're breaking people's hearts right now.
0: First of all, guys, I don't go to the club anymore. If I do go to the club, it's because like one of my ratchet ass friends, shout out to Barry Barry, like dragged me out of the apartment and I had no say in the matter or because like one of my homies is DJing but i have, like a nice lounge i'm always down for brunch if y'all if y'all want me to come to brunch honestly like hit me up on instagram comment on the soundcloud because i loves me a good BYO brunch
1: okay so this was that was the um we won't name the other podcast but that was um you know, yes. an, an original an original thing that you were doing. You were like known for shouting out all the best brunch spots. What's the newest spot you've been to in Philly that's like hitting your palate right now? <laughs>
0: um, think Philly doesn't really get new brunch spots because it's Philly. Um, Little Spoon Cafe is good though on Fifteenth and South. Um, I haven't been to uh, Honey's Sit and Eat. Or whatever it's called yet, but I heard it's really good. It's some. It's like honey's something and eat. I think it's sit and eat.
1: See, I'm I'm very jealous right now. Like I feel like I'm missing out on the new spots. I
0: haven't heard either of these. Oh, that's mad awkward. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> all right, y'all. Again, again. Like I'm I'm putting all this stuff. I'm putting all this stuff on wax because on like, wax yeah, man, we, this all needs to be on wax. Bree swagging me out for brunch when I get back home. Like wh- whoever, whoever wants to be the proprietor of making sure that happens, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hit my DMs again. I'm at so hit First my of DMs. all day underscore AJ King. So you're
0: mad dramatic because you know, anytime you come to Philly, I say, AJ, let's go get brunch.
1: That is, that is the move. You are the queen. Yeah you know I'm saying
0: like that's lit- like literally the only time I leave my apartment is to go to work or go to brunch <laughs> or go to Honey Grow.
1: That's real. That's real. Like, that's it. Not be like that. Um so you know, on on my podcast, um which I'll plug later in the show, but uh my boy, uh we talk about our wash lifestyle a lot. Um you know what I'm saying what uh what have been your your favorite washed highlights of 2018 as we come up on the holiday
0: season? Ooh, hmm, sizzle reel. Uh <laughs> no, honestly, like the best part of my washed up life is my fucking sofa, guys. And like I talk about my sofa. I've talked about my sofa for like the last nine episodes, but like this shit really crazy. Like, there was one night where I came back. From the bar with my friends. It was his birthday, so I was like, fine, I'll go outside. And I was sitting on my couch watching like SNL or no, I was watching um Jimmy Fallon. And you know, the next thing I knew it was 9 a.m. and I had the greatest sleep of my fucking life. <laughs> oh. And it was on my couch. And and it's not even like it's on like the extended part of the couch. Like, you know how like it's like sofa and then it's like the extended part.
1: Yeah, I, I can confirm that your couch is very comfortable.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like, shit's crazy. And I don't know like how I stumbled upon this bitch, but <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs>
1: Yo, you so you put me on, you put me on a big mouth. Like that's been that's been the new flyness for me. I I always appreciate a good Netflix show. And that's been that's been the new hotness for your boy.
0: Yo, Big Mouth is like the wildest show Netflix has ever put out.
1: Yeah, it's it's next level. Like, (laughs) oh, my God, what what else have you been popping with the Netflix, though?
0: Um, I watch a lot of, like, amazing interior <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh. You are super watch. You're like, you're like Auntie Brie now.
0: No. Like, literally. Like, it's insane. Like, literally. Like, it's crazy. I was I was talking to my friend earlier, and he was like, yo, like, I need a new, like, a, a good Netflix, like, show to watch. I was like, bet. Watch amazing interiors on <laughs> Netflix. And he was like, what the fuck, Bree? Like, I want to see some action, some shit blow up. And I was like, Ooh, I don't know. Um, I don't have anything.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's the um that's probably the the wildest thing I've got to ever be caught dead watching that. But
0: <laughs> it's so good guys. i do two seasons.
1: I'm uh I, I haven't I haven't found anything new on the flicks yet, you know what I'm saying? It's um it's been heavy in the basketball season, so your boy's been your boy's been out here wilding with the league pass out here.
0: Oh, Lol, well, league pass.
1: <laughs> um, but you want to you want to talk a little politics because tomorrow is election day. We're recording on it's, Monday night,
0: right? And like you know, I'm gonna release this in the morning. So honestly, like when I drop this, well, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna drop it after. But like, I'm not gonna promote. It's like one o'clock tomorrow. But if y'all haven't voted by like five o'clock tomorrow, I will be very upset. Like. It is the fucking midterm elections. And I don't know what the fuck happened in 2016 that there is a giant orange man in the white. House. <laughs> but we can't let this shit happen again. And it starts with the midterm elections.
1: Um, Have you been seeing the last-ditch effort of the fear-mongering from the right right now? Because your boy Donnie is, is going ham at, oh my God, there are brown coming to the border, and they're gonna kill us all, and we have to send 15,000 troops, it's amazing.
0: That's like literally the dumbest thing ever, because the crazy part is, is like, people, okay, yes, people always immigrate, like, that's just fact. like, a lot of people, though, are like leaving, like, fucked up situations, but, him sending people to the fucking Mexican border is not doing anything, because they're coming up through the, bot. like, they're not actually at the u.s border they're at the border between um what is that brazil no what's connected to mexico the bottom of mexico
1: um wow you this is how this is how bad i am in geography
0: Um, yeah i don't know geography but they're coming up through the board like through the bottom of mexico like they're not they're nowhere near
1: and the U S border. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, right? So, I mean, a lot of people have tried to debunk like this, Like he just right? doesn't
0: know what border they're at, but he's, he hears the word border and he thinks it's ours.
1: Yeah. Yo, you're, you're right. Like a lot of people have tried to debunk this whole thing. And, and even just the fact that if they get to the U S border, it'll be months from now. And it, the caravan may die down to, exactly. you know, something that's way less than, than what it is right now. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the thing is now with, with the, this political climate is anything that goes against what he says or against the, uh I guess you, you could say the right wing or the Republican political agenda, it's all fake news. So exactly. his base, they don't hear any of the things coming from, quote unquote, the left or the quote unquote fake news media. So a lot, I mean, your entire perspective is almost warped into believing What he says is right. So that's, I mean, that's where we're
0: at. um, That's only because they don't refer to outside sources and, like, other perspectives and, like, other things other than this man's Twitter account.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, it's it's crazy, right? One of the things that I found so interesting, and I think Trevor Noah was on MSNBC last week, and he made a really interesting point about if Hillary Clinton had been elected in 2016— We might have gotten um, so very comfortable as a country and kind of gotten into a political lull and not really been active in anything because, you know, we would have been like, you know, everything's cool. There's nothing to worry about right now. Yeah. But um, Trump, in a weird, sadistic way, has made everybody so... um, so heightened about everything so now there's been more young people involved in the political process there's been mm-hmm. people who never voted in their lives saying oh i gotta get out to the polls this year and um yeah. and one of the things i've I've been noticing is that even uh you know us or people again quote unquote the left right because because right. for whatever reason fair and accurate news is now the left in some liberal agenda exactly.
0: um
1: but you know, we don't really refer to sources, uh, on the rights, on the right side of things or, you know, your Fox news and things like that. So
0: what's crazy is I do.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Before, looked- did you do that before Trump was elected or is it something? Absolutely oh, okay. Not. Okay. So it's now just when he's been in office,
0: it's, it's definitely after he was in office, definitely after, you know, January, what, 21st, 2017. Right. Um, But like you, I just, it's interesting to see the headlines for the same thing or like how, you know, certain words that are used in some sources versus others, like, like Fox would never say racist. Of
1: course not. Right. Right.
0: They would never say the word racist, but they might say like racial stumble or like shit like that. Like, nigga, racist. (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 just very interesting to see and like when you like i'll have like the pop-up for fox and i'll have the pop-up for cnn and i'll have the pop-up for msnbc and like just to look at the same exact story from all three being told is
1: crazy. oh yeah oh
0: because you'll really be like you'll read one you'll be like oh shit and there'll be like wait a minute yeah now you read the other and like, what the fuck is happening? Like, and then at that point you're like, well, who do I believe? Right. But if you're the person who's only getting Fox or you're only getting MSNBC, like you'll really think like one thing and you need both parts right.
1: of it. Um and yo, know, that, that's a wild, that's wild, right? Because um, uh, what's his name? Bubble Frog. Bubble Frog is uh, you know, he's, he's prominent journalist he graduated from OU Ohio University you know I'm a big I'm a big Ohioan um but uh he uh he would would constantly do exactly what you did what you're talking he would put up screenshots of when like some of the most major uh stories would be running and um a lot of times you know you're talking about phrasing or different wording a lot of times during some of trump's biggest scandals cable news would be cnn msnbc nbc news everybody's everybody's talking about trump and this big scandal fox news wouldn't even be covering it exactly and that is that's one of the wildest tactics of you know we're not because again like you said that is where a lot of people are just singularly going to Fox. Find- and so it's they they control that narrative for a lot of people a lot of people are strong
0: trump supporters man it's
1: it's it's strong
0: it's crazy the other thing about that though is like okay so you know ai is coming to kill all of us and like i've accepted that so like if you if you are like always clicking on like the msnbc the cnn like many much of like the left-wing stuff you'll also start to get like other ads and like facebook ads will pop up about certain stuff but like you're only clicking on Fox and your, your devices are registering that you're not going to get like both sides. Like you're not going to get so much information because you're not that target audience. So why would you need to know that? Exactly. Like, it's crazy. Like it literally, it's like taking away information from people. So,
1: um, I mean, I guess, I guess the, uh, there's, there's a lot of lessons to be taken from this, but, um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see the lead up to 2020, right? Like (laughs) I mean, man, I am. I've after after twenty sixteen and, and the fallout from that, I've I've grown into such a skeptic. I'm not sure that Trump won't get reelected. Um, I think
0: if he does, I would actually be very surprised. That's, I, that's unless unless Russia hacks us again, then it's
1: like <laughs> it. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all, man. I I, I refuse to be surprised anymore. His
0: approval. His approval rating, though, for the entire country is just so low. Like, even like there, there are white people who are sick of him who like actually voted for him. So I'm just like, I, I can't see it happening again. And like he, it, what upsets me is that he's taking, he's taking responsibility for so much stuff that like Obama fixed during his terms, but is now coming to fruition be, because of like the way yeah the, the economy, economy works. yeah <laughs> and. He's like, oh, I did that. And I was like, motherfucker, you only go to the office four hours a day. Like, you didn't do shit. Yeah, man. Um, like, there's no fucking way. Yeah. But I, I, do, not, I do not think he's going to get reelected. And I think that tomorrow nights, tonight, you know, whenever you're listening, Tuesday night's, you know, outcome will really, really, really set stage for what's going to happen in 2020 and like we already know like come Wednesday morning like once results are out and like everything's counted everything's decided like that's when the 2020 campaign starts oh yeah for sure like like, there are literally people just like sitting on their couches right now like waiting for tomorrow to happen so they can get up Wednesday morning and be like bet let's go
1: yeah man um (laughs) it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild sight to see and I'll put so I'll I'll put things in perspective based on where I'm living now. Um, you know, I'm always a native Philadelphian and I'll always have Ohio in my heart, but I'm in Florida right now. And this is obviously a hotbed of so many different things right now. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing as about election night is Gillum versus DeSantis for governor. Um, Andrew Gillum could be the first. We could have the first black governor of Florida tomorrow night, you know. I'm saying at this time that we're reporting, you know, Tuesday night. But if you're listening,
0: if if they don't,
1: and but again, though, that's the thing, right? So, there's been a lot of you know, blue wave and, you know, uh, we um, let's get out and vote. And there's a lot of excitement around this. But you just you just never know, especially with Florida. I mean, you think back to like, what was 2000 with uh, Bush and Gore, um, something can always happen. There's been, you know, pretty much outright. Uh, voter suppression going on in Georgia right now uh with Stacey Abrams running there so i'm just i'm just very cautious about everything right now i don't want to get too excited oh, you know
0: agree. Totally great wait so i'm i'm on twitter right now and it says <laughs> Brian Kemp from Georgia yes yes tweeted the Black Panther party is backing my appoint- my opponent retweet if you think Abrams is too extreme for Georgia <sighs>
1: Uh, look, man. Like, bro, look, what? man. Uh, it's the same. So it's the same rhetoric that's being said down here, right? Um, uh, actually, uh, one of my one of my fraternity brothers. Uh, who, God, I can't forget his name. I mean, I can't remember his name right now. Um, but but he. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I've actually met him in real life too, which is crazy. Um, but he he is a part of a uh, a group down here, the Dream Defenders um and you know they're they're pretty much they're pro black they're like i wouldn't say they're the black panthers of the 80s or anything like that but they're pro black and um You know, Gillum has been, you know, uh, in and out of discussions with them and it's been linked to them. But it's the same rhetoric here where it's like, oh, he he is with a group that's anti-police. And it's like, well, you know, the anti-police is always just pro-black. Like, no, I'm not anti-police. I just don't want unarmed black people to be shot in the streets. You know, so.
0: But that can never be the reason. Right. 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 Like, that's not that's not the story. Of of course.
1: And um, but it's always extreme. Like I find it hilarious that oh, basically if I run on a platform of yo, know, I want to pay teachers more money and I want to do better for poor families, that's seen as extreme. That that's the one of the wildest things right. about politics for me.
0: Wildest? No, the wild the wildest thing about politics for me is that mostly the people making decisions are old white men who won't be here and like. 10 10 years, (laughs) and they're trying to make all these decisions that will affect me, a woman, and a black woman, for, like, you know, the rest of my life, but it's like, John, you won't be here next year, so how about you just shut the fuck up? (laughs) Yo. Like, mind your business, and, like, when, it's crazy because, like, they don't think about their wives and their granddaughters and their daughters, like, when they're making, like, these dumbass decisions, and I'm just like, Wow it's really just all about you. Like you selfish. Oh,
1: yeah, man. The funny, so, so the funny, you, so you say that and, and you're absolutely right. Right. It's like, you know, as, as us and we're, we're speaking from the young black perspective, right? You're a young black woman. I'm a young black man. And we, we hear a lot of the rhetoric that's being spewed. Like, Man, are how are white women cool with this? Like, how are your how are your Literally. daughters and your wives cool with this? Right, but then you look at the voting block and you see that sixty percent of white women are out here voting for Trump, and it's like,
0: and I don't know how because honestly, if you cared about yourself in the slightest bit, you would go with your womanhood and not your race.
1: Well, so. Thing about the GOP and you know, Republicans, right wing, whatever you wanna call it, um, they've been getting people to vote against their own needs and causes for years. That's been the thing. And it's
0: crazy. It is fucking crazy. Yeah, man. Because it like and oh the thing oh the thing that pisses me off is like that Democrats are black and Republicans are white. And like no. <laughs> While I can see why you would come to that idea, it is not accurate
1: Well well, speaking of which, did you see uh, right after they apprehended my man, Cesar Sayoc, who who's out here sending bombs from Florida, did you see Trump speaking from the young black Republican whatever convention I don't want to talk about it. That was hilarious. That was I, like that was top to level of comedy for your boy. <laughs>
0: I really, in my head, I just hope that they all received an envelope that said, "Come to this thing," and attached to it was like a five hundred dollar check <laughs> or like a few, like a few grand, because there's no motherfucking way.
1: Oh lord, that that shit was real. That was that was easily.
0: And I refuse to believe that it was. That's was
1: easily the funniest thing, man. Uh, just, I mean. It, you try, you try to stay serious, but a lot of times you really just have to sit back and laugh at some of this stuff, right? You kind of have to be like, you know, this is just the world we're living in. You know, at least we're not, I don't know, at least we're kind of living and when we're going on. And um, I remember when Trump first got elected, one of my homegirls, one of the things she would always say is, man, we not been through worse than this. Like, uh, we as in, black people. We, we have been, we right. have been through worse, worse than this. We, we, you know, we got through this and that. This ain't nothing, you know what I'm saying? And it's one of those things where you just gotta, you gotta laugh. It's kind of great.
0: I mean, honestly, like, shout out to SNL for having, like, the best mind about this, because they have been going strong since November 2016 <laughs> with fucking skits about this motherfucking kiddo.
1: It's, uh, it's Wild out here, man. It's wild. Um, I, I just, I just tend to uh, sit back and laugh sometimes. But again,
0: you have to. Otherwise, like you overthink about it. Like you overthink it, and you're like, damn. And then you're like, you're depressed. Uh
1: man. Again, like Brie said, make sure y'all get out and vote. Um, please. There are some that. Oh, uh, shout out to Kamala Harris. Uh, she uh, yeah, she tweeted out a she tweeted out a pic of um. Of states that you can register on on a registration that on election day you can register, man. Just get out and vote, and you know if they turn you away, you know so be it. But just go to the polls and do something, you know.
0: But if they turn you away, that's some fucked up shit because that's rude. Hey guys, so we're back with part two. Last time, you know. AJ has a job and all, so he had to had to dip out. But, <laughs> but we're back and we're gonna pick up right where we left off. So for one, you know, the midterm elections happened. And we being the Dems are in a we're in a pretty good place. You know, we're we're running the house, which is gonna piss Donnie off for the next two years.
1: I I never like to I never like to call the Dems we because I, I still have um fundamental issues with how Democrats run things, but yes. Um, you know, we at least have a a part of Congress now that can challenge the president. So that's pretty good. Right. But um how'd you feel about the day? Because I thought uh I thought election day was crazy overall and I personally left it feeling you know, not as um, accomplished as I thought I might.
0: Right. But um, um,
1: I-, I think a lot of that might have had to do with the fact that just Democrats didn't get a big splashy win like Andrew Gillum um, or Stacey Abrams. But Well, they're
0: still being recounted. We don't know.
1: That's that's also true. That's also we true. We don't.
0: We will literally not know f- until December fourth. T-
1: uh, well, that's another question. Then how how uh, how much credibility do you give to this recount? Because right now with where we're at i feel like it is completely bogus um i feel like there's no way we can get a result on either side that'll have anybody feeling positive about it
0: i think the fact that they're doing it means a lot and um abrams is like willing to sue whoever she needs to sue to get it done and get it done the correct way um i think for some states like their whole like what percent it has to be? It, it got it just got so messy, um, and when they called it, it still was only at like eighty nine percent of the votes that were in. So I mean, she, they everybody has a a right to a recount. I mean, it's for the people. So yeah,
1: yeah, no. I mean i i completely I completely agree. Um, I'm definitely happy that Stacey Abrams didn't concede. I wish Andrew Gillum didn't concede in the first place. He took place it
0: back. Either.
1: He did take it back. He did take it back take it back <laughs> um, but i guess I guess for me, it's just um with Rick Scott coming out and saying, you know the liberals are trying to steal the election, yeah and um and now you know, he and Bill Nelson are tied up in lawsuits, and getting this by the way, getting to see all this play out firsthand, being down here in Florida is a crazy, crazy life experience I'm sure oh, I bet. I'm sure I'll tell my kids about it one day, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I just feel like no matter what on both ends, um, it's going to be tough to be able to trust who comes out on top.
0: I mean, I didn't really trust it anyway because it's Florida. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Florida was always iffy. I mean, I'm happy PA turned blue again, which is mad suspicious in my opinion, but whatever um
1: well i mean it's it is um it is nice to see people um you know doing their thing um coming out getting getting to the ballots everybody seemed extremely upset with um with how the country was being run um and again um republicans held on to the senate but democrats did take control of the house so it's nice again it's nice to see where uh you know, he'll, at least President Trump will have some checks on him. But here's, right. my, here's my thing with that, though. I think if uh, House Democrats come right out of the box with, you know, uh, subpoenas and and trying try right. to... Yeah, yeah, no. Right, yeah, yeah, no. It almost plays into his hand because you know he's already thinking about the 2020 election.
0: Exactly. Oh. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> it, it all has to be... A slow process. Yeah. You got to I'm, give, you gotta give him a little bit and then rip it away eventually.
1: Who would you like to see run in 2020 as a Democratic candidate? And I know it's
0: really early. Jesus to be Christ.
1: About, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Like, literally. Like, I want Jesus to come back and be like, hey, guys, and run. Because, honestly, like, I feel like at this point, like, we've hit such a fucked up period in the U S and like the world for real that like, I don't think most of this shit can be resolved. Like it, it would be a, it would be like, um, it's like, it's worse than Bush running and like that took what 10 years to resolve the shit that Bush did. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't, it, it has to be somebody who's willing to take the blame for all this stuff that Trump did, because everything that he's doing now will inevitably hit in 2020, 2021. Um, but they have to be willing, they have to have the strength and just like the, the drive and determination to like, be like, yes, I'm going to get blamed for everything. Yes. Here's the things that I can change so that when I'm out of office, like country would be better. But I mean, we might not even last till 2020, whatever. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i just think um i just think everything has been so interesting um uh i i mean obviously people have been clamoring to maybe see hillary run again perhaps a joe She's biden a bro she
0: said she was running again and everybody's like sis sit down like, yeah um like a third time like really
1: yeah uh that's exactly that's exactly my reaction to um yeah, I don't know. I would love to see a guy like Eric Holder. I think my dream candidate would be a Kamala Harris out of California. Uh, um, but the issue with Kamala, of course, um, is you know the fact that she's a black woman. And I don't know if people are ready. I don't know if people are ready for women in leadership. Certainly don't know if people are ready for black women in leadership. Um, and I that was the issue.
0: I don't think it's whether they're ready for it. I think it's people are racist and people are sexist and people are trying to take away reproductive rights from women and they don't want women to have rights like very Handmaid's Tale-esque these days. (laughs) Um, If you guys haven't watched Handmaid's Tale, please grab all the bottles of wine that you can and watch it because truth be told, we are not far away from this shit and it's fucked up. in the moment that they tell me that my husband is in charge of my bank account i am drugging my husband and we are moving to canada
1: (laughs) oh my god no i mean i'm
0: I'm just letting you guys know
1: so yeah no but you're right i mean when i say when i say ready uh what i mean is that is just that um the country proved in 2016 that we were entirely too sexist and entirely too racist to you know Elect someone right. like Hillary Clinton. Um, and that and the fact that Trump, you know, effectively used the fear-mongering tools and you know, there that obviously people felt like Hillary wasn't trustworthy, although there really was no reason to not trust her. So
0: I mean, would you like I can't believe that they trusted a Cheeto over Exactly, man.
1: Like, um,
0: it's my issue is the fifty-three percent of white women who decided to vote with their race instead of their gender wasn't it knowing, higher like, than that all the...
1: i feel like it was higher than that
0: it was 53 percent of educated white okay women. okay so it was higher than that
1: and and um, i mean i i i think i'm i think i may have mentioned this in part one but again we we glorify the people we see um at the trump rallies who are you know they wear the MAGA hats and they come out with the Trump paraphernalia. And
0: who glorifies um, them?
1: I'm, the media glorifies them. We.
0: Oh, I was like, what? we as in
1: one. Well, yeah, we as in the media. We, the big, bigger we. Um, as big a, we. as okay. a, you know, as a society. So we we glorify those people and we and we say, uh, oh man, look at these uneducated, dumb hicks who get up and vote for Trump, they're so racist. Look at those, uh, Town, uh, Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. They're all so racist, right? But the bigger issue is educated white people who have college degrees and, you know, yep. have traveled the world and are actually somewhat cultured. They vote for Donald Trump too. And so that's where we right. have to look at things and stop pretending like this is some, uh, it's just a, a certain few, few people. And, um, I think right. Hillary winning the popular vote made us even more be like, Well, I mean, she won the popular vote, so that means the majority won. Which is
0: why which is why the Electoral College pisses me off. Because if the midterm elections are solely based on the people voting, why isn't the presidency the same thing?
1: <laughs> it is it is very odd. Like
0: how about the people in the Electoral College? What is it? The 24 people in PA just go fucking vote like you normally would. Like
1: Exactly. Um I I agree with you and a lot of it is, you know, steeped in the deep history of racism in our country, right? Because, you yeah. know, uh, uh when
0: are there any black people in the Electoral College?
1: Oh, that's a that's a great question. Who are these people in the Electoral College? <laughs>
0: i remember when uh the dnc was in philly and i was like hosting a few of them um they were all like white ginger guys named like john what a,
1: that is that was such a that was such a flex right there hosting parties at the dnc i'm trying to be like Brianna brodus when i grow up Did, am i allowed to drop your
0: wow you just put my whole government i was out to there. say
1: am i allowed to drop your last name you can you can you oh, can no. edit that out you know what i'm saying edit
0: I don't edit though.
1: You can you can you can edit that out. I mean, I, I just put your whole government out there. But I'm trying to be like I'm trying to be like Brie when I'll I grow up. It's basically what I'm saying. She's out here killing the game. Mm,
0: it hasn't died yet. I'm
1: joking. <laughs> <laughs> Brie. Yo, <laughs> I have a, I have a question for you, and this has been a question that's been on my mind the past half oh, God. hour. And I feel okay. like this is, a, this is pertinent to what our society is going through right now. And it's something that, that real hard-hitting journalists need to get to the bottom of. All right. Did you know that we were making LeBrons before LeBron? Like, as a society? As a society, we were out here making LeBrons before LeBron. And what I'm sense. getting at is... Today, an inflammatory story hit the streets about the Ohio State University, my proud, beautiful college in Columbus, Ohio, up on the hills with our beautiful land and you know just a real high class organization up there in columbus that's so <laughs> wonderful um but we' just had a lot of scandal hit our hit our airwaves hit hit campus, you know stuff that i'm not quite proud of, but um you know, a story hit the hit the papers today saying that uh, one of our football coaches or our head football coach covered up an incident between one of our assistant coaches calling a player the N-word. And, and you know, mm. that is – that the details are long and deep. And if you want to look it up, go find that. It was for, by Brett McMurphy on Watch Stadium. It was really long and deep. But the bigger issue here is the kid's father, his name is LeBron. LeBron Grimes. It's his name. Mm. This is a man in his forties. I had no clue we were making LeBrons before the LeBron. This is unbelievable to me.
0: That's hilarious
1: i i It's unbelievable to me that we were making LeBrons out here. I just thought I should let people know, so you know, go make some more LeBrons out there, y'all. You know what I'm saying. I know I know us millennials are a lot more cautious about having kids these days. Teenage pregnancy has gone way down. Since we since way we got out here, but if you decide to go and have a kid early, name him LeBron.
0: Is that your is that really your that PSA? That was my
1: PSA for the day. By the way, y'all, again, follow me at all day underscore AJ King. I'm I'm coming with all these fire takes just like this. Brie follows me so she can tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah. AJ's constantly tweeting and I'm like, a lot. Oh man. Factual, but it's a lot. It'd
1: be like that, but that was also my perfect segue into this Jimmy Butler deal because,
0: yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god,
0: guys! I where was I? Um, I want to say you know I wait did I hit Saturday? I mean Sunday or uh Monday? It
1: it hit. It hit hit Saturday. Saturday,
0: It hit Saturday. Yeah, it hit Saturday. Um. Are you sure? I'm positive,
1: positive.
0: I feel like I was drunk when I saw it. Um,
1: you might have seen it late. See, this is what happens when you're not like super deep into it, you know what I'm saying? You might have you might have seen it on Sunday, but it popped off Saturday, you know what I'm saying?
0: Okay, well, whatever. Um, <laughs> either way, when I saw it, I literally where I don't fuck. Where was I? Because I immediately started acting Brie, crazy. You know
1: you're at brunch all the time, so
0: Okay, but my issue is I went to brunch twice this week, and one time I was super drunk, and the other I did not drink at all.
1: See, this is what I'm talking about. Brianna is brunch queen, hosting DNC parties. Why? Why? How, why? Where do I sign up to live your life?
0: Um, that is a conversation between you and your guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with that. Uh, I'm trying to see... Okay. Three days ago was Sunday. <gasps> hmm. Oh, I guess it was Saturday.
1: See? I told you. I wouldn't lie to you. I, w- I wouldn't lie to you or the people.
0: Okay. I'm not saying you were lying. I just need to scroll back through Twitter and, like, see what my life was looking like. Mm. Sorry, guys. I'm still scrolling. I... I think I saw it on Saturday because when was 11-10, Saturday?
1: Yes, 11-10 was Saturday.
0: Okay, so then I did see it Saturday because Saturday at six oh seven I tweeted Joel Embiid and asked him for two <laughs> tickets because I didn't feel like paying for the increased rate.
1: Oh, my God.
0: He didn't say anything, but, you know, I, I did ask. So, <laughs> Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, if either of you are listening, two tickets Lower level would be greatly appreciated. I'll find someone to come with me. Oh
1: man, I'm so. Um, weak. I, somehow but, I feel like that's gonna happen for you. They're gonna tweet you back, and you're just, you're gonna be courtside, and I'm gonna be stick to my stomach. I mean,
0: the the moments I post this podcast, I'm tagging them, so <laughs> they better. <laughs> <laughs> first reaction, no, first
1: reaction to the trade though. Um I again I, I podcasted about this uh a couple a couple days ago, had a real deep breakdown on the spectrum. Y'all should follow the spectrum at the spectrum pod. It's really dope. Um but what were your Here you go plug? Yeah, plugs. I had to get the plug in there real quick. Um but yeah, what was your first reaction to it? I mean, do you feel like this puts the sixers over the top?
0: Hold on, ready? This was my exact reaction. I shook my phone and said, no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. I mean, I think, I think he is a Philly nigga at heart because um, he's a dickhead, but like in a good way. Um, I really wish I could have seen practice tonight. You know, it's probably happening right his, now. His um, teammates
1: in Minnesota probably didn't think he was a dickhead in a good way, but I, I see what you're
0: saying. Yeah, but, like, for Philly, like, he's going to blend right in. Like, it's, it's like, gritty. Like, at first, like, you know, everyone's not as accepting, but then you're like, he's one of us, <laughs> you know? Um, but, no, I was extremely excited. I think he's going to be a great fit. I wish I could be at practice right now watching them. Apparently, like, he's been cleared to play tomorrow, yep. so I'm yep. fucking ready. Yep. Um, I cannot wait. I mean, I have a, I have a work event until 730, but I was like, we can leave that early um, yeah and
1: I um he so they're doing their uh they're doing their Florida trip they just finished up uh they won shorthanded in Miami last night which was facts. a great win um couldn't believe
0: I only caught like the second half I think yeah
1: I mean I mean couldn't believe they got that one done um but yeah
0: they've had a great season though I mean
1: they are starting to get on a roll and Joel Embiid is playing like a true MVP right now it's early but yeah. It's, it's nice to see. I just
0: I I just want to see the dynamic between uh Jimmy and Ben. <laughs> because in my head Ben is a punk. Um he's a great player, but like he's light-skinned, so you know, he's a little <laughs> sensitive. Um so I just want to see how that dynamic plays out like in like press conferences and like on court and just like banter on Twitter. Like I'm I'm waiting for it except Jimmy doesn't tweet. So it's annoying.
1: Um, I'm going to, yeah, no, I mean, you're, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, even more than that, I want to see what Jimmy is going to do with Markel Fultz. I think we, I think just us as, you know, people following along on Twitter and making jokes, uh, we're in like the jokes greater than facts era. Um, (laughs) I think it's just been funny to see people, uh, you know, post gifs and memes and stuff like that. Uh, Of you know how they feel like this is gonna go because he was such a dickhead, like you said, he was such a dickhead in Minnesota and really had guys intimidated and you know really caused a lot of chaos and uh put people in situations where they didn't even want to be on the team. So, um, he's got like some image rehab to do, and it'll be interesting to see once he sees Markel and Ben scared to shoot is he gonna. Is he going right. to cause conflict or is he going to put his arm around him and try to help him out?
0: I think I think it'll be a bit of both. I think he's going to, like, taunt them a little bit just because, like, it's his thing to do. Yeah. But then I think I think in practice, like, you know, behind closed doors and stuff, he is going to try to help him out. Because at the end of the day, I do think he wants to be a part of an amazing team. And, like, I really think we have um, – I think we have an amazing team. This year. I think we're going to go further than we did last year. I'm – Man, it's gonna be
1: it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm super interested to see what what it's gonna be like. Um, like you said, man, Sixers games should be a lot more fun for Philly right now. It's gonna be fire.
0: I mean the price is gonna go up, but whatever.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it'd be like that. You got
0: I mean put okay. Well, I was looking like at my little discount portal the other day and I was like Why the fuck would I pay $140 for these tickets? Because I remember two years ago when we weren't shit, those tickets were like $5. (laughs) And so just seeing that, I'm upset. I know why they increased the way they did, but I'm annoyed.
1: Do you remember when we were younger, the Phillies and how hard it was to get Phillies tickets when they were good? Bro, it was impossible. It was nuts. Um,
0: In fucking possible. And then between what? We won in 08? yep, yep. Yeah. Up until like 14, like those tickets were still crazy.
1: Yeah, man. Um, I mean, shouts out. I don't want to give people free pub, but the secondary ticket market has made things kind of easier to get tickets now. Um, Big facts. So, you know, it's nice to have that at least. And, you know, just, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, one of these days, I wish I could have caught the Sixers in Miami. Like I was saying that they, they're down in Florida. Now Jimmy's going to debut tomorrow in Orlando. Um so it it'll be nice to see if I can try to catch the Sixers on the road. Um although I'm not a Sixers fan, um I I I do enjoy the process and you know Joel is one of my favorite players. He's he's quite the comedian <laughs> on the side. Um
0: he's hilarious. Jojo
1: is Jojo's the best, man. I just I just worry about the kid cuz I feel like somebody's going to punch him in the face one day.
0: Oh yeah, big facts. And it's, it's hilarious that you say that kid because they're literally all younger than Yeah. Me. I which like grinds my gears sometimes. Yeah,
1: I I brought that up on on my pod the other day with my boy Jordan. Um it's yeah,
0: it's unbelievable,
1: man. Uh Ben and and Jojo especially who just got his max extension out here making, you know, 30 million dollars a year at the age of 23. Right.
0: Woo! Like and just turned twenty three. Like I'm yeah.
1: annoyed. Yeah, it's hard, man.
0: And Ben is like what twenty?
1: Ben is twenty one or twenty two.
0: I think he's twenty one. Yeah, that's Jimmy's older though. Jimmy's what twenty nine? Yeah, Jimmy's twenty. 29? Yeah, Jimmy's up around yeah. his
1: thirties. And that's another thing. And Ben is
0: Jimmy's like an actual exactly, adult. exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. Ben is twenty two actually, twenty two. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, Jimmy is yeah. That's the other thing I feel is going to be an issue with Jimmy is he's going to come in. Not that he can't coexist with, uh, coexist with younger guys, but the fact that he, he's going to come in as a 28, 29-year-old in the you know peak of his prime, essentially, and mm-hmm. he's not going to want to defer, even though uh, Joel Embiid is a better player and probably should be taking the, both of the shots for the Sixers. I'm not sure Jimmy's yeah. going to come in and be like, yeah, let me hand the team off
0: to you. So that's a good point but I also feel like I don't know I feel like the coaches kind of hit him with the new <clears throat> and like you know they probably talked to him and like told him what's good before he you know before that trade happened
1: that that that's also fair um
0: or like I mean they've they've been in Camden all day today doing press conferences like I'm sure they they pulled him aside and was like hey like these are the plays that you'll practice later. Like, but this is how it's going to be, or you can get the fuck out.
1: <laughs> well, um, multiple reports have said that they've already, at least in principle, agreed to extend him after this season. So obviously they're buying in long term to Jimmy.
0: So then maybe they had a great motherfucking conversation these last two days. I'm not sure. I, I mean, I. It, it, I mean, it all depends on what happens the rest of the season, obviously, right, right. but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, I
1: think it's, I think it's going to be really interesting. I'm, I'm super excited. Shouts out to Philly though, man. My, my city's flourishing yes. out here, even though the Eagles <laughs> lost time. to the Cowboys.
0: Listen, let's not talk about that because I don't need that kind of negativity. <laughs> I was literally pissed and like, I didn't, I I started watching it and I was like, "These, they're they're doing this dumb shit again. Like, we've come too far for y'all to be doing these dumbass plays and like not doing what y'all should be doing, which is um getting on top of what the fuck is his name? He wears crop tops.
1: Oh, Zeke, my guy, Zeke Elliot.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, which is like what they should have been doing the whole time. Like they they just weren't doing what they needed to do. And I saw that early on, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch SVU. And Google the score every forty-five minutes, which is what I did.
1: <laughs> um, it's so funny. Um, uh, I I kind of was in and out of it too because I was watching LeBron. LeBron is my new.
0: Uh, he's my new.
1: Boo. He's my new. Uh, I guess heart valve. He likes to uh, mess up my blood pressure. My heart. He, he valve. likes to get my uh, my my blood pressure running high. um so i was i was in and out of that i was as i'm watching lebron and as i tune back in in the fourth quarter i'm like oh i've got all the smoke to talk to my philly peoples if they lose this game (laughs) all the smoke yeah i was just um yo brie you're have you heard about this like this new netflix competition thing
0: uh no, but please tell me more. So
1: Cardi B, Chance the Rapper, and T.I. are gonna be judging this show on Netflix called Rhythm and Flow. And it's basically like American Idol, but for hip hop for rappers.
0: I'm here
1: for it. Are you? I think this is hilarious. How does that even how's this it's gonna work?
0: It's going to be the most comical thing I've ever seen. I guarantee it.
1: I'm I'm so intrigued. Okay, here's the thing though. How does that work on Netflix? Because, you know, Netflix rolls out the whole season.
0: (gasps) Oh, 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 no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Netflix is about to be on some new shit. Starting very motherfucking soon. So, uh, So for those of us who watch Black Mirror, a little spoiler for you. Netflix has recorded multiple endings to the show and as you watch the upcoming fucking season you can decide what happens and they've recorded like that outcome so like there are basically like 15 different ways that the show can what? like they're they're making they're going to start making inter- uh Netflix be interactive so like the fact that they're doing this show like it'll probably be it'll probably be recorded like on a Sunday, and then you can like vote when you watch it that week, and then the results will come up the following Sunday or like some shit. Interesting.
1: Like that. Wow, yeah. look at Netflix out here. AI is
0: gonna kill me. Technology is gonna kill me soon, and like I just know it, and <laughs> I'm, I'm mentally prepared. I'm just for it. so
1: I'm just so intrigued by this. Um, I don't know. Do you feel like they got the right judges? It's Chance, Cardi, and T.I. Like, I don't know.
0: I think that is a beautiful mix of judges. Interesting. Interesting. Chance warms my heart. Cardi warms my heart. And T.I., just don't fuck with him. You know? <laughs> like, I love him, but, like, you, like a, a person should not fuck with him.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> like, I, I, think, I think it's going to be very funny. I think... You're not gonna know what T.I. or Cardi is saying. And I think chance is gonna be the voice of reason. Interesting.
1: I'm so intrigued by this, man. I don't know.
0: That sounds great. I mean,
1: I guess I guess this was the natural uh progression of things like, you know, obviously American Idol and the voice or whatever. They did so well. So why not bring this into the hip hop realm? Right. Um, I don't know. I just feel like I just feel like the winners of those shows never go on to do anything or am I tripping? and do I just not pay attention um
0: I I honestly haven't watched since Jennifer Hudson lost
1: <laughs> right like the losers and, do better right
0: yeah i feel like the losers do much better than the winners um i really miss ruben stuttered you know um, yeah
1: ruben was like the last But i don't
0: one. i don't watch I don't watch The Voice though, and I haven't watched. I literally haven't watched American Idol since like season th- season three.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Ruben, I feel like Ruben was the last one I remember um, who did well after winning.
0: I mean, all I can remember is uh, Sorry, two thousand four. <laughs> I don't. And the and the he did another song. Something about an angel. I need an angel. It's a beautiful song. We
1: we have we um, have Negro ears, Brianna. We have True. we have negro ears. We listen we listen to nothing but hip hop. Um
0: I I mean I like a, I like a nice little R&B jazz thing going every now and then. If you guys like jazz or just you like uh slow vibes, listen to the butter playlist on Spotify. That is called Butter. It's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, I need to I need to get into that, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like I uh, my music taste, it, it takes me off of, of rhythm sometimes. Sometimes you need something smooth get, get you in that right. right vibe, you know what I'm saying?
0: That's that's the butter playlist for you. Also, like a lot of this shit coming out now, like literally like people will be like, yo, this is my song. And I'd be like, I've never heard this shit a day in my life. <laughs> and normally it's like some ratchet bitch talking about her vagina. Or a nigga talking about lean. Like, I'm sick of y'all doing motherfucking lean. And I'm sick of bitches talking about they pussy all the time because it's probably not that good. Um, <laughs> and that's all that songs are. And then you have that that Mamba shit. What is that I was I was, that Mamba I was literally song.
1: just about to. I was really just about to bring that up.
0: <laughs> like, my, like, my supervisor texted me. And she was like, have you heard of this song before? Like, it's all the rage at Penn State. And I was like no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And I listened to it and I realized that it's the song that I've been turning off every time I play shuffle on Spotify.
1: No, like Mo Bamba is a real thing. Like that's, that's like really hitting the streets right now. Like that's, that's the fire.
0: But like, but like not with the Brown people. No,
1: no, it is. It is. But like,
0: like, Oh, but if you, if you Google it though, you know who comes up and not Brown people. Really? really because i had to google it to know what you was talking about
1: <laughs> i don't know but i i so there was one um you know how they do the swag surf at the hbcu that's like the biggest thing uh
0: i mean i did that at brunch the other day like come on swag surf is just it's swag surf, but that's but, uh, but
1: that's generally the culture like when you think of the culture yes you think of swag surf you think like you know what i'm saying if 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 i was if i was to be like play me a a playlist that embodies the culture right now you would say the swag surf is part of that and you know they did one of these uh you know big viral videos at at hbcu i can't remember which one it might have been but it might have been because i am like deep in the florida twitter now Uh, so it might have been (laughs) (laughs) and uh, so they did you know the big swag surf everybody's got their lights up or whatever and then they switch it up and it goes to Mo Bamba and like everybody goes like that's like a real thing now but I just I can't get down with the fact that people are saying Mo Bamba is better than Finito like people are saying like it's like the best club banger of all time and I'm like y'all are bugging man I can't let go of my, my time like you know, finito. uh, Meek Mill intro, like I can't I can't put Mo Bamba in the same class.
0: Absolutely fucking not. And I feel like the people who are saying that are probably twelve and a half.
1: Well, that's this is this is what happens when you get old, Bree. Man, we we getting old out here, you know what I'm saying? These these new youngins out here on some on some other stuff. Yeah.
0: No, honestly, because like, I, I took my I took my sister so I have two sisters, they're twins, they, they're 18, they're applying to colleges and shit, and, like, I took them to brunch the other day, and they were just talking about shit, and I was like, yo, what? Like, I, I couldn't follow along for, like, half of the conversation. <laughs> and, then, like, they were talking, like my, like, my high school used to have, like these, like, these parties in the woods called Tiki. Shout out to all the, the fuckers who know what Tiki is. Um... <laughs> But apparently they still have that shit. And I was like, and y'all go to Tiki? They was like, yeah, we go to Tiki. I was like, oh, no, y'all fucking wild. I can't.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's probably, like, the only thing I comprehended from that two-hour brunch. <laughs> <laughs> was them saying that they went to the party that I was You visited. are so,
1: you are so, you're such a great big sis. Oh, my God. Such Am a I? great big sis. Taking them to brunch, getting them induction into the culture this early. This is wonderful.
0: Technically they took me, they paid.
1: Oh wow. <laughs> that's nice.
0: Technically our dad paid, but whatever. I'm not, <laughs> that's a
1: different story. I'm, I'm <laughs> a young man in the family, so I don't know what any of that's like. Um I've been I've been the one that's uh that's been babied out here, so
0: yeah, Oh, when you're the oldest of four,
1: you never get babyed. Oh that's it's hard knock life. Hard knock life. Yeah. I don't I don't envy I don't envy the uh the oldest child thing.
0: Have, yeah, fucking there's, been, there's been
1: multiple studies about that, right? That, like, if you're oldest child, you'll most likely turn out to be a certain way. And same thing for, like, middle child and youngest. Like, it's it's kind of crazy how that works.
0: Yeah, the oldest one ends up being a fucking psycho with, with anxiety. And the youngest one is a fucking baby and can't do shit right. on their own. But my youngest sister is fucking hilarious because she's me but like nicer and likes hugs so I think she'll she'll do fine in life yeah
1: um it's crazy it's crazy that you say that I I tend to find that in my own life nowadays obviously as we're doing this whole adulting thing which adulting is a scam like your parents
0: the biggest scam ever I didn't sign up for it I didn't want emails from it (laughs) no one I didn't do it.
1: Your your parents didn't know anything when you were growing up. Like, when you thought, like, you thought nice. mom and dad, like, knew every, Like, you, you, oh, my God, like my mom and dad know everything. They're the smartest people in the world. And they know, oh, they're the best. They didn't know what they were doing. They were making shit up as Yo, they were going. It's crazy.
0: No offense, Jackie, but you didn't know shit, bro. Wild, like, man. <laughs> and, like... And like, now, like, I'll, I'll email my mom. Because, like, okay, so, for instance, like, I had to, like, reapply for, like, 2019 medical benefits. In right, and right, like, right. And I was like, wait, mom, like, what's this thing? Like, do I take this? She was like, wait, you don't have your own medical insurance? I was like, I'm 23. Did you know you were still paying for my medical Uh-rah. insurance? Like, she was like, oh, that's nice to know.
1: <laughs> See, but that's but that's exactly what I'm talking about, though, because it's like. I thought you just hit a certain age and you just knew everything. Yo, and, you, and you get yeah, you get to situations like that, simple shit like that, where you're like, you mean I have to file for my insurance? Um, or or like doctor's appointments. You're like, you mean I have to make those on my own?
0: Fuck, I have to call my orthodontist. Thank yeah, you. Yeah,
1: see, I'm I'm it's it's hard <laughs> out here for a pimp, but like you know, what we were saying about the whole oldest and youngest thing is I'm the youngest and I feel like it's probably harder for me because I'm cause like I'm just so used to having everything done for me. You know, when you're the youngest, you know, you're babied a lot. You know what I'm saying? And uh you get to a certain age and you're like, damn, like now I got to figure this shit out on my own. I feel like it's it's a little it's a little tougher for those of us who are like the youngest in the family because we're just like, mm-hmm. man, like I've been having shit done for me since like forever, ever. You know what I'm saying? So
0: <laughs> since forever, ever. <laughs> um, so
1: it's it's definitely it's difficult out here, man. Stay strong in these streets, yeah. people.
0: It's fucking trash. Like I have a reminder for everything. Like even even if it is the first month, like bitch, pay rent. Because... <laughs> right. You know you dumbass, don't forget and like, oh, your cable bills do this auto, day. Auto auto and...
1: pay. Auto pay.
0: <laughs> oh no, I think the only things I have on auto pay are my Rent the Runway subscription. Oh,
1: that's a lot though. See,
0: and now look, auto pay
1: like auto pay definitely gets tricky, right? Because you you definitely don't you know want to be in a spot where where. It's, Unexpectedly, some money comes out your account, and you needed that. But right. at the same time, I I would be completely freaked out if I had to set reminders every month to go pay it.
0: Well, the, the thing. Okay, so the thing with me is like, okay, so for instance, my rent is paid out of one account, and like all my fun money comes out of another account. And then I have a food account, and so on the twenty eighth day of every month, I transfer my money down into my rent account
1: okay that makes sense
0: so like me doing auto pay wouldn't sometimes make sense because it
1: makes sense because you're moving you're moving funds around in different places i yeah mostly and again this i feel like this
0: i also i also don't appreciate the government just like put dipping their finger into my fucking account (laughs) when they want to
1: right Um I, I feel like I feel like this also might be another thing where it's applied to the like older, younger thing. Cause like um I, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like if you're the oldest in the family, you're just used to being a lot more organized. Probably. And so, you know, like you said, like I'm set reminders, I've got everything set up that way.
0: For me as the yeah. youngest,
1: I never had to worry about shit. So now as I grow older.
0: You're like nope. Yeah, yeah. As I grow older, I'm like, put that shit on auto pay.
1: I don't want to worry about it. Take it out of my account, whatever. You know what I'm saying?
0: I want, I want to, I want to, I want to click submit, and then I want to sit there and wait for it to hit my account. Like that's That's real. That's how I do it. And I also think it's so. I was raised with my grandparents, and my grandfather to this day, like when he pays like the utility bills for the house, like he will get the bill in the mail. (laughs) Go to the bank, write a check, and send that check back.
1: Wow, that's wow.
0: And he only and he he only puts enough in his account for that exact bill.
1: Wow, that's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean that is just I don't know. That's a lot. Shout out to 2018. Shout out to Auto because your boy would be lost. Shout
0: out to fuck Auto Pay <laughs> because ooh, all I can think about is like. The world, the world, like, like a war starting, and yo shit on auto pay. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take this and get me some canned food and
1: chill. That's real. That's real. Man, that's crazy, man. So you got me. You got me wanting to check my account now, and make sure you know what I'm saying my bills is right. You
0: know what I mean I'm. Oh my god, you don't check your account once a day? Oh,
1: I do. I do. I'm saying this. Oh, okay. This I was just saying moment, I check
0: my account every morning at night. This
1: moment you have me wanting to to check my account, you know what I'm saying? Oh, um, but yeah, yo, that's that's really crazy.
0: <laughs> like honestly, people though, like check your account like once a day because I have yo, I've been scammed so much and like my info has been stolen from me. Like it's fucking crazy. Like somebody has my social security number, like <gasps> Just check your shit. Yeah,
1: man. Real talk. <laughs> it's hard out here in these streets.
0: Yeah. And the the best, though, is like when your bank is like, nah, I don't look right. Let me just call her. And like one time that happened to me and I had just come back from Atlanta. And they were like, hey, did you just use $700 at the gas station? What? I'm in fucking accounting classes. What are you talking about? Sheesh. Somebody in Atlanta <laughs> got you for $700 at a gas station. What? I don't even have a car. I'm in Philadelphia. And then they just switched that shit back. But like, you know, shit like that happens a lot because people are scammers and technology is doing anything that it fucking wants to do.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we 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 have that big issue down here in Florida where people put the uh put the little skimmers in the gas station pump. So so you yeah. put that in and now I'm just afraid to do that anytime I'm at a, at a gas station. I'm like, "Nah, let me pay with cash." Like Right. Um,
0: and it's like and it's the simple things. It's the things that you don't think of, like swiping your card at a Walmart or using the gas station or, you know, like don't don't swipe your card. Nowhere sketchy. Yeah, man. It's uh,
1: it's very odd. Like you said, technology is amazing, but then it also can get people in all types of sketchy situations. Right. Um. Yeah, man.
0: It's a fucked up world.
1: Yes. Yeah, wild out here, man. Shouts out you know i again this is this is part 2 you know what i'm saying of this podcast that we we're doing but i do want to give a shout out to everybody that got out to the polls and voted millennials Truth. millennials really turned out um people who really normally would be uh turned away by the voting process turned out and voted and sometimes you know you feel like your vote doesn't count and you feel like stuff is sketchy and i still do man i i really I, I guess I'm I'm scarred by the fact that um you know Andrew Gillum took the L. Um, I feel like you know all the the work that he and his staff and you know volunteers did to get people out to the polls kind of yeah. fell short. Even though obviously the votes are being recounted right now. Um right. But you know at the same time it's just good to get out here and have your voice heard. Um, let people know. You know what I'm saying? We we got a lot of people up out the paint in the House of Representatives. A lot right. of people got up out the fucking paint, so we
0: was unseating bitches left and right. Absolutely,
1: man. so you know, I think I feel like we did a really dope thing. Um, you know, people t- people played their part. So don't let people tell you that millennials don't be out here voting. Don't let your old gramps or your old pops or your uncle tell you that these young people these days ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? We, right. we actually are, are popping. Baby boomers ruined everything. Um, right. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're <laughs> popping, man. We, we're we doing our thing. You know, just, you know, be, be aware of what's going on around you. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Set up a 401k, yo.
1: <laughs> Real rat.
0: <laughs> like, honestly, like, what? Okay, I'm 23. If you're 22 and you haven't set up a 401k yet, you got to reevaluate your shit because... Social security will not be a thing when we need to retire. Yeah, that's real. Thanks to who? My grandparents. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. I try to tell tell folks that all the time. Whenever I get into it with OGs and the old heads, be like, man, y'all new youngins ain't about shit. Y'all not doing nothing. It's like, man, y'all put us in such a terrible situation
0: terrible situation and
1: just the fact that we're able to manage and we're able to push through and get shit done is a miracle honestly and so right it's it's dope to see it's dope to see us young folks out here flourishing um shout out to my homegirl uh ocasio cortez out yep. here uh house of house of representatives from new york you know what i'm saying was she 28 or 29 real young sister yeah. thing um, she came out and she, she came out and she, uh, she said, yo, I ain't moving to DC till this new bread kick in. I ain't got the money for that. Right. And, you know, that was real, yo. That was...
0: And they tried to give her a shit for it, but she was like, what the fuck? Like, why, why would I do right? that? Right. She, she was like, the whole reason I ran is because
1: people like me are broke as fuck.
0: <laughs> right. Like, what the, like, what do y'all expect? Like, we she doesn't have like she doesn't have the money so why would she do it she's gonna put herself in a bad financial situation for a few months just to be closer to her job like fuck that right technology's a thing right yo I
1: mean (laughs) she has time exactly you know what I'm saying so she shout out to shout out to Alexandria um you know shout out to all all the women who were elected to Congress um believe we had our first Muslim representative and it's a Muslim
0: we have two of them
1: (laughs) There, that's what i'm saying man so those are the little small victories that you got to take from the midterm elections and that's where we yeah. that's where we started this conversation and i guess that's where we might as well end it so i just i just wanted to throw that out there you know what i'm saying
0: wait pause did you still about the election but did you hear how nevada voted for the dead guy did they really yeah the guy who uh, who owned the broccoli yes the yes yes bathroom? yes i he won by 70% of the vote. He won. Wow. They just wanted to, they just wanted to keep their seat in the house. Wow. That is. I actually still don't know what they're doing about that. I should probably look that up. But, like, yeah, they he won by I 70%. I didn't know Nevada
1: was so MAGA heavy.
0: <laughs> oh, have you ever been to
1: Nevada? I've been to Vegas, but not outside of Vegas. Exactly. Oh, so outside of Vegas is kind of sketchy, huh?
0: Little little bit. Oh,
1: I didn't know that. See, I I for whatever reason I assume that the left coast is just the smarter coast and they they know what's going on. Cause obviously Cali is mad uh is mad liberal and you know what I'm saying, progressive about things.
0: Yeah, no. So
1: surprising surprising that the state that was the first to legalize gambling isn't progressive. Interesting. Interesting yeah. how that works.
0: But I think they gave it to a Democrat. Did they? I'm like trying to Google it now. Okay.
1: That's interesting. Interesting how that works. Um, yeah, man, but you know, those the small victories, like I said, you know. I, I really feel like it was it was a decent night, all things told. Obviously gotta yeah. get get back to the polls in twenty twenty and You know, we we I think we we started out the the pod by saying this, but it's going to be an interesting race just because, you know, I'm not sure that Trump won't win again.
0: Um, I don't know. His approval rating is only like three percent right now.
1: (laughs) But but again,
0: well, I'm hoping that translates to like people actually, you know, not being dickheads and voting for cheetos again like we already know what's gonna happen
1: i it will be really interesting to see um again polls and we talk about this a lot of time uh with me working in the news we talk about this in our newsroom a lot and it's the fact that these polls kind (laughs) of have no news value Oh, no. And, you know, so when you see, like, your approval ratings and these Gallup polls and, like, you know, Andrew Gillum was winning in all the polls uh, down here in Florida. And every one of us was like, that can't possibly be right. Um, Yeah. But so.
0: My thing with the polls is, who are y'all talking to? Because I've never been questioned.
1: Facts. (laughs) Facts.
0: Who are you guys reaching out? Facts,
1: to? yeah, they do tend to be very specific groups of people, and it's just it's just very odd all around. So, um, right, yeah, um, I I wouldn't put too much into into his approval rating. He has, and and this goes back to the electoral college thing we were talking about. He has so much support in big swing states, like Florida. Florida yeah. is basically. Florida is right there with Ohio. Florida and Ohio are probably the two most important states when it comes to big elections like the presidential election. And Mm -hmm. Trump has high support in Ohio. And Florida is basically his home state. It's like his second home. He's down here all the time. He comes through with the MAGA, limited edition MAGA hat, as Desus and would say. And he, you know what I'm saying, people rock with him. You know, what I'm saying I'm down here in Lee County. People really rock with your boy. So um, that's
0: crazy. It's uh, it,
1: he's he's just has he has approval in really big swing states that really make a difference in a presidential election when the vote of the popular people doesn't necessarily matter. It's all right. at the state level. So
0: pure fuckery. Yeah. Well, kids, if you learned anything. Don't vote for Cheetos, but do vote.
1: <laughs> for sure, for sure. Appreciate you having me on, Brie. Yo, we finally made this happen. Follow.
0: It's been like I- a year in the making. Yes.
1: Yo, <laughs> follow your boy. I'm at all day. underscore AJ King. I'm fly. I'm popping. I promise.
0: <laughs> I promise. <laughs> <laughs> hey. All right, y'all. Well, until next time. But first, I do want to throw a plug Um it's not even a plug. It's just a book recommendation, but whatever. Um, I'm currently reading "Everything's Trash, But It's Okay" by Phoebe Robinson, bro. If you're black and you have a vagina, you should definitely read this. But definitely, if you're black, um, it just it touches on a lot of issues that like all of us are facing and you know in life and in the world right now. So I would definitely recommend it. Um, grab some wine while you drink it. It makes it more entertaining, though it doesn't even need it. Um, But until next time, kids.